This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Monday! <laughs> and welcome to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. And it is, of course, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Let us remember, of course, and honor the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. and his wife, Coretta Scott King, and, of course, the whole King family and everyone else who continues to um, pursue that that work and legacy. Colleen Lindstrom, I'm Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. We have also- so... Can we just really quickly say, also, don't forget, today is the Betty White Challenge. I was going to say, we have plenty of stuff to talk about today, including, but not limited to, what Colleen just mentioned, the Betty White Challenge. And Holly, tell us how listeners can take advantage of the Betty White Challenge today. Well, you simply go to mytalk1071.com and click on the Betty White Challenge. There you'll have the opportunity to donate to a local organization that is doing great work in the community via animals. It's called Canine Inspired Change. And so you can just go there. You can donate any dollar amount. All the funds raised today for the Betty White Challenge go directly to Canine Inspired Change. So we've got a lot to talk about today. We're going to have a guest from Canine Inspired Change on later in the hour. But we also have to take you on a roller coaster of celebrity emotions. A battle royale of two of the highest profile sisters in pop culture. It's, well, should we first get the Cobra Gang together and then we'll uh, let the ladies duke it out themselves? Whenever there's trouble, we'll double double with the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra Oh, God, Colleen, we have so much to talk about with Jamie Lynn Spears and Britney Spears. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's important to say, let's get ready to rumble. Because in one corner, Colleen, we've got Britney Spears, pop diva herself. And in the other corner, her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears. And the two of them have been battling it out on social media for the entire weekend. We need to catch everybody up where we've been, how we got there, and most importantly, where we're going. I don't even know where to begin. I don't know that we know where we're going, but I know maybe where we've been. I don't even know that I can really adequately tell you where we've been because so much is going on between these two. Okay, well, let's just... Let me just set the stage and say somebody must have gotten to Britney Spears because she is now taking back everything she said about her sister while simultaneously doubling down on everything she said about her sister. By that, I mean this is in response to some things her sister said into response to some things that she said. 
in response to some things her sister allegedly said in a book. And that's about as best as I can tell you, Colleen, for the listener, what mm-hmm. were the things alleged in Brit or Jamie Lynn Spears' new book uh, about her sister? I mean, the book's not about her sister, mostly. But we'll what are the that. things in her book that triggered or led to a public reaction by Britney Spears, if you remember? So, so Jamie Spears, Jamie Lynn Spears, oh my gosh. Oh, I hate it when I do that. Jamie Lynn Spears is doing the rounds, doing the interview rounds uh, for this new book of hers. And during those interviews, she has disclosed some of the things or answered questions really about her famous sister, Brittany. And among the other things uh, she talked about, she talked about feeling uh, about Brittany's, quote, instability about uh, her Jamie Lynn Spears, that is, role in uh, a trust um, on in Britney's estate, um, which she got real waffly about, but that's not here nor there. Um, she talked about a time that uh, she was locked in a closet with Britney with a knife. She talked about that fateful uh, concert where she re- she did the remixes of her sister's music. Um, and all of those things she said, she really made herself sound like the innocent one in all of it. Yeah, and that led to this very... The only reason we know about all this stuff is because there's been a very public reaction by Britney Spears to the things that Jamie... And what's interesting is I think she was reacting. That is, I think, and I can illustrate this, but I think that Britney was reacting to the press accounts of mm-hmm. what Jamie Lynn's book actually says. And by that, I mean, you know, her interview on Good Morning America, because Britney references uh, Jamie Lynn's interview. I don't think Britney has read the book, which is interesting because I kind of feel like if I'm Jamie Lynn Spears, I'm sending my sister my book in which she's uh, been referenced. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, I that mean, seems like the that's a weird thing to do. Right? That's a weird dynamic. I think we're learning a lot about the weird dynamic between them. But Brittany initially responded by saying, Jamie Lynn, congrats, babe. You've stooped to a whole new level of low. This was after those reports about her book with this knife incident. Um, And she goes on to deny that that ever happened. And she said in that um, screed on Twitter, now and only now I do know only a scum person would make up such things about someone. So she basically called her sister scum in public on social media, right? Which led to Jamie Lynn Spears saying like, "Um, hey, girl, call me. And I will say that, like, just in tone, there is a difference. So Jamie Lynn's, mm-hmm. um, you know, the things that Jamie Lynn Spears says publicly have a different tone than Britney. Does that make it right or wrong? No. Right? Right. And that's the other thing is, like, it, that is the public tone. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Well, and apparently there's nothing going on behind the scenes because... Um, on Saturday, Jamie Lynn posts this story to Instagram that says, Brittany, just call me. I've attempted yeah. many times to speak to you directly and handle this privately like sisters should, but you still choose to do everything on a public platform. In the meantime, please stop continuing the narrative that I haven't been there for you, that I'm making things up. I'm happy to share how many times I've reached out to you, supported you. This is embarrassing and it has to stop. I love you. That was a story on Saturday by Jamie Lynn, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then, as I referenced, it appears that somebody got to Brittany 
about this. Or maybe it was Jamie Lynn. Or maybe it was Jamie Lynn's, you know, yeah. Instagram story because Brittany likes to do stuff on social in which she then responds with a lot. And I don't know how much time we have, which is not a ton, but I think we could read just a little bit. Did you get a chance to read this four panel response by Britney Spears to Jamie Lynn? No? Okay. So I'll read a little bit about this. Jamie Lynn, this is Britney Spears again talking to Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn, I don't think your book's about me at all. I said some harsh things because you obviously hurt me by the things you're making up about me. So she's saying, like, I'm I'm mad at you because I said some mean things, although I don't think your book is about me at all. But I said mean things because you made things up about me. Okay, so That's she's contra- like kind of kind of acknowledging something, but not anything. Kind of, right? When I said only a scum person would make up things like that about someone, I could have sworn I said, but you're not. As in, I could have sworn I said you weren't a scum person. Like checks notes i feel like she didn't say that i was just gonna say i feel like you could go back and check and see if you actually did say that because it's (laughs) she literally said now and only now i do know only a scum person would make up such things about someone (laughs) she did not then follow it up with but you're not so anyway that's like very easy to point out but it doesn't make sense at all to me what you're saying. I know you worked hard for your for the life you have and you've done an ama- you've done amazing. But I think we both have to agree the fact that family has never been as remotely as hard on you as they've been on me. What dad did to me, they don't even do that to criminals. So for you to sit back and act completely aloof to what has happened to me is honestly insane to me. Do you know anybody who's worked as hard as I did and put the hours in? During those 13 years she goes on, um, and, and it literally, I wish we had time to read it all, but it literally is just a bunch of like, I know you didn't do anything, but you did all this stuff. I'm angry, but I love you, but I don't love you, but I love you. It's, oh man, she's on a journey and she's doing this all in front of us. And that's, what's like hard to digest because I mean, Everybody has their own version of events, right? And 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 Brittany is gonna Brittany's seeing it through her own lens. But I think that Jamie Lynn's book is about some of the stuff that happened to her too, right? Like she talks about and this for some reason never makes it into the interviews, but she will talk about the fact that when she became pregnant as a teenager, when she was on Zoe what is it Zoe one oh one? Something like that that her parents like sent her away to be pregnant somewhere. Yeah. Um like so that she didn't so that she didn't make Britney's life more difficult. Right. So there's I mean th- there's a lot and everybody has especially like in toxic families like their family apparently is. Um everybody has their own experience and their own story and nobody's is more important or than the other person's. But Britney's in this space where she's really like feeling the the aftermath of her conservatorship and she's got her voice back and she's not afraid to use it. And in doing so, um, like I think she's kind of overlooking the fact that her sister has her own experience of a toxic abusive family. Yeah, I think there's a lot like I honestly don't understand 
the feet like it's a weird she's obviously Britney and she talks about it in the statement this is Britney Spears talking to her sister via Twitter message she talks about how she wishes she could do interviews like her sister Jamie Lynn has done but she can't do it because she's scared of all of it yet she feels totally comfortable just spilling it all on social media which just it's so interesting to me I'm not making a judgment I'm really fascinated by like she feels empowered and emboldened to say all of these things out in the open where the entire world can react now part of that's because i think most of the world is willing at least in the comments to cheer her on Mm -hmm. so it's a safe space perhaps or she feels like right now it's a safe space whereas like think about her sister and how her sister's like hi in the comments i'm getting death threats so could we take this offline and i don't think like that's what i find fascinating about this is social media is like on the one hand, totally emboldening and empowering Britney Spears to say things that you and I would not be caught dead saying on social media. Mm-hmm. And on the very other side of the equation, her sister's like, hi, I'm afraid for my life. Now, like, again, this is what it is, which is two very privileged, powerful celebrities having this state, you know, conversation. I don't feel like one person is more privileged than the other in this regard i just find it completely and utterly fascinating and i can understand and relate to aspects of both of what they're sure what they're doing sure i mean more so with jamie lynn just because i feel like britney right now is in a space that is hard to relate to because it's so unique to her you know experience oh absolutely but again like i to your point like i don't feel comfortable judging or you know I don't, it, there's so much to even pull apart to try to figure out. And they're both probably right in some ways and totally wrong in other ways. And at the end of the day, I'm just like, get some popcorn. Well, yeah. this isn't going to stop. I know you want to get popcorn, but then you're like, I shouldn't be eating popcorn. These two should be talking it out on the phone. Like why? Yeah, but if they're why not can gonna, they not... then I'm going to eat my well, popcorn. I know, <laughs> and we trust. That's why we led the show with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, but at the same time, like. It's so weird. Why aren't they talking on the phone? Sam, what are you you, doing? This this feels like when you're, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but when you're at a restaurant and people are having a massive family argument and you're like at the table over and you're like, this is super uncomfortable, but but I'm I'm going to listen and then share it with the rest (laughs) of the table as I hear it. Yes, We've done this. Um, All right. (laughs) Well, when we come back, our good friend Elizabeth Reese is going to join us. Who knows? She might have more to add to the story or at least tell us about all the other stories we should pop up some popcorn for when we come back right here on my talk. One Oh seven one. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
is a My Talk Dirt Alert. It is a Dirt Alert, and we're here with all the latest from Hollywood. It's our good friend Elizabeth Reese. Hello. Hello, my friends. Hi. Happy yeah. Monday. Nice to be with you on a day honoring Martin Luther King Jr. Indeed. There you go. And also the birthday of Betty White. She would have been 100 years old today. Oh, happy I know. birthday, Betty White. Happy heavenly birthday, Betty White. I'm sure she's surrounded by all of the animals who have crossed over the Rainbow Bridge. And mm-hmm. for those who haven't yet crossed, you can make contributions all day long as part of that Betty White challenge on our very own website at mytalk1071.com. Perfectly placed and not even planned. What? (laughs) We are professionals. Pros. Now I'm going to tell you about Bradley Cooper being buck naked at work. (sighs) Ready for it? What? (laughs) Good afternoon, everyone. So am I, by the way. (laughs) No, she's not. I can vouch. You can vouch. (laughs) So Bradley Cooper is opening up about how he had to strip down for this new movie that he is in called Nightmare Alley. It is directed by Guillermo del Toro. It's a psychological thriller. And he was talking with The Hollywood Reporter about this scene. And um, he said he remembered reading it in the script and thinking, like, he's got to do this. He he has to do it, and they have to be naked. So uh, it happened during Tony Collette's first day of filming. Bradley Cooper had to be naked in front of the crew for six hours. Oh, God. In order to get this scene shot. And he said it was just like, whoa, it was pretty heavy. I imagine that that's like awkward for like the first, I don't know, hour maybe. Do you think? And then, and then you're like, well, I'm still naked and same people. And then you're like doing the helicopter about 45 minutes in. I like, I remember (laughs) the only thing I can relate to with this is giving birth, right? Because that's the only time that I've been like fully just like don't care you're naked and people are seeing everything happening and people who are like coming in and out of the room but that was that's like such a different because there's like this instinctual thing that takes over that's just like this isn't about me and your body is like you move to like another element of it it's just like you're an animal getting it done I don't know. This is a totally different situation. Like, I cannot imagine if I think about, like, the crew that I work with on Twin Cities Live, if they're like, hey, okay, so we're going to do this bit, and then you're going to have to be naked in front of everyone for six hours. Okay, so I watch the show Naked and Afraid. Yeah, I'm afraid pretty much every time I'm naked. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. But but the thing I always think is so interesting is, like, oftentimes we'll do just this thing where they, like, first meet each other and they're naked. And they just are like, okay, so that's your body and this is my body. And then they, like, get about trying to survive in the wilderness. And I just feel like everybody would have a weird couple minutes if everybody were naked. And then we'd just be like well i guess this is what we're doing yeah i guess that's I kind know. of how it is i i think that's i'd fair, be but- curious i will be curious to hear more about bradley cooper's feelings being naked for six hours in front of a crew he said the content of what the movie is what we were exploring in order to do it in a real way it demanded that we'd be naked emotionally and soulfully <laughs> that's such an okay. actory thing to yeah, say that is very, <laughs> just very like- yeah. Like, I just feel like you'd be cold. That's the only thing I'd be worried about. Yeah, you would be. And and see, the thing that's different, Colleen, is like when you're the only one naked and everyone else is clothed. Oh, for sure. It's not like the rest of the crew is like, hey, emotional support here. We're going to all strip down. What? Now I'm trying to remember. Isn't there a story about a movie where everybody did that? Oh, I don't know. To support? 
God, okay, maybe I just made that up. I just feel like that's a story that I've heard before about like other people taking off their clothes to make does that person, person feel more comfortable? Feel, yeah, exactly. I will say, you know, I'm just kind of like, I like hearing this story from a male perspective because I feel like so much of the nudity on any sort of entertainment thing is always women. Mm-hmm. It's always yes. women oh, who are sure. like, I was walking, I had to be naked. And they were like, just take this little thing off. And now it's, I don't know, at least I feel like we're equalizing this conversation. Leah Remini um, talking about... The uh, pain of growing up in Scientology, and she is doing this while celebrating her enrollment at NYU. Well, that's interesting. She's going back to school. And um, she shared this on Twitter on Sunday. She kicked it off with a headshot from her teenage years that was photographed when she started as an actress. And she said, by this point, I'd been living the life of an adult for years, even though I was a kid, because Scientologists are taught that kids are no different from adults. So from a very young age... I was held accountable like an adult and regularly told that anything that bad that happened in my life, even things that I wasn't responsible for, was my fault. She hadn't received any sort of formal education for years by the time she was 16 because she was working to help support her and her family. And so now she's decided that she is going to she got accepted into NYU and she said, this is one of the last chunks of my life that I am taking back for myself from Scientology. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, that is. It's, it's amazing. We love you, Leah. We're proud of you. We do. And we're proud of you, Elizabeth, for oh. showing up every day to talk to us to boobs. I will take it. Thank you for doing Good so. Good looking boobs, guys. <laughs> Thank Thanks. you. We're naked. <laughs> nice boobs. <laughs> and uh, we'll see Elizabeth again or hear her again tomorrow right here on My Talk 1071. Up next, our very own Holly Roberts has juicy bits of gossip. We call them blind items. Support canine-inspired change. And uh, you can do that right now by heading to mytalk1071.com, clicking right there on the Betty White Challenge, and making a contribution. Thank you. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm the Bradley. That's the Colleen. That's the Colleen. Hi. Hi. I had my microphone Press that button, girl. And here's Holly with some blindy, blindy items. Blinded by the item. Blindy, blindy items. Celebrity gossip mysteries. Who are they about? Colleen and Bradley have to figure it out. Mm. It's like a mystery. It is. Here's a, a mystery that I think both of you can solve rather easily. This mostly former teen mom has been having troubles finding suitors as of late to keep her financially afloat. Perhaps this is why she recently lost her temper. Mm. Stop stealing! Okay, fill in the blanks and then I have to tell you a funny little anecdote about Farah. So, Farah Abraham has been having troubles finding suitors as of late to keep her financially afloat. So perhaps this is why Fair Abraham lost her temper over the weekend. Okay, so I got a text yesterday from my bestie. She took she screenshot a picture and she texted me, "Do you know who this is?" and it was a picture of Fair Abraham. And you were like, I said, "Do I know I said, who this is?" Fair Abraham and she goes, "What has happened to her?" <laughs> And I was like, oh, you haven't followed her for a while. She goes, I can't believe you could recognize her. I'm like, ooh, I interact with her every single day. But yes, I see if you haven't paid attention to her for a long time, you would wonder who she was. But then my friend said, 
do you, what is she up to? What isn't she up like, to? I was like, well, she believes that she's studying for a career as a lawyer. And also she's getting um, fillers and injectables and she's uh, a sex worker. Allegedly. Allegedly, supposedly. According to NT Lawyer. But apparently even that's drying up. No pun intended. Another celebrity gossip mystery, Colleen and Bradley. Please solve the following. NT Lawyer hasn't heard that there was a complete surrender of parental rights, but NT Lawyer does know that this A-plus list rapper has zero say on any decisions when it comes to parenting or any deals made by his ex on behalf of the children. And it's mm-hmm. not something that can be, be revisited down the line. Kanye. Kanye West. Yes. Fill in the blanks. Yes. So NT Lawyer uh, hasn't heard that there was a complete surrender of parental rights, but NT Lawyer does say that Kanye West has zero say on any decisions when it comes to parenting or any deals made by Kim Kardashian on behalf of the children. And this is something that can not uh, be revisited down the line. Essentially arguing, of course, that uh, there's some stuff going on behind the scenes we're not aware of regarding his parental authorities. Right. They which, try to make it sound like it's all co-parenty, but it might be a little bit more than one person. Which, uh, stay tuned in the next hour, we'll have all the latest on why this probably, this blind item came up today, because mm-hmm. Kanye was feeling left out of his... Uh, 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 parental duties. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, more, 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 more celebrity gossip. More, celebrity more. gossip. Solve this. Fascinating. How one minute the world thinks that the A plus list singer and her boyfriend have split, and the next thing you know, the A plus list singer travels to the other side of the globe, and then engagement rumors somehow pop up. Anti-lawyer would lean more towards a split than the engagement. Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn. And And the reports that she just went to England for three days. Yeah, for a long... To get engaged? In Cornwall. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So, anti-lawyer says, fascinating how one minute the world thinks Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn have split, and the next thing you know... Taylor Swift travels to the other side of the globe and then engagement rumors somehow pop up. Mm. Now, smart money apparently yeah, would be towards the split rather than an engagement. So like she was taking him home to leave him <laughs> with his family. Well, that's the dropping part that I him don't off. Understand. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, bye. It's like, been fun. Oh, no, she's bringing her boxes of crap that he left at her house yeah. to drop back off for him. Mhm. And here's all your stuff, Joe. Yeah, and take your stuff and put it somewhere where I don't have to see it. Well, I mean, maybe just the contract ran out, so... I mean, yeah, that could very well be. You know what? Time is always ticking. Maybe he was asking for more money for the renewal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think money is exchanged in those experiences? What experiences? Like, um, publicationship experiences? Some, Sure. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't pick any particular one, but I could see wherein it's possible. 
I mean, celebrities pay for, you know, like you think about like, this is why I think it's so funny that people get so like, I don't want to say triggered, but like, they're like, how can, how can any of these relationships not be completely genuine? Honey, genuine relationships have involved money exchanging hands uh, throughout time and history. This is not Uh anything new. I mean, think about all the people who've been like, sure, I'll marry you. Where's my money? You know, what's the difference between that and a little, you know, for show business? Yay! Yay! Nothing is real and everyone smokes. Everyone smokes. Do you got another one in there, Holly? Yeah, okay. Dust it off. Dust it off. This celebrity gossip mystery. Let's go to this one. Let's talk about this uh this illiterate actress who has spent some time in jail has always been known for the armed guards that patrol her property well where did they suddenly disappear to an illiterate actress who's been in jail and has security guards but they disappear yeah what do you know they disappeared a-list actress that's been in jail. Well, I didn't say A-list. A-literate. A-literate. Oh, A-literate. Sorry, 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 sorry. Either way. Okay. A-literate jailbird. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, Security. oh, oh, oh! What? Colleen, you might know this. <laughs> Lori Laughlin. Laughlin. Because oh. remember, they got robbed yes. this weekend. Yeah, so NT Lawyer says Lori Laughlin, who, by the way, has spent some time in jail, has always been known for the armed guards that patrol her property. But why do you know? Where did they suddenly disappear to? Because, mm. yes, over the weekend, headline, Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli burglars steal a million dollars in jewelry. It was actually Ooh. just... Uh, <laughs> it was the citizens of the United States taking back what was rightfully theirs. <laughs> Right after they bilked, no. Um, but what you're, I, I think, what the blind I allegedly, uh, I'm just being facetious. Um, but I think if I'm listening to you correctly, Holly, as you've stated it, the blind item suggests that perhaps she staged, they staged this robbery, uh, in order to, I don't know, make them look like victims. Well, you know, exclusively over at TMZ. Sources say that the robbery happened on January 3rd. Lori and Massimo were not home. And uh, law enforcement sources tell TMZ a lot of details that they smashed a bedroom window and that, you know, they were wearing masks. Cops could tell this from surveillance cameras. And then they know, knew exactly where Lori Laughlin's jewelry box was, which contained a mm, million dollars okay. worth of jewelry. I want to live in a world where that was Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli wearing masks and breaking into their yeah. own home. Oh my God. Now, now, according to sources at TMZ, <sighs> they don't know if Lori and Massimo were specifically targeted or if this was just a random burglary where they happened to find Lori Laughlin's jewelry box, which contained a million dollars worth of expensive items. Okay. We don't know. Mysteries. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like if they knew exactly where to go. Well, come on. That feels like an inside job. Come on now. 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 And you know, I could just, I could just see like, I don't know, 
I can just see. You can? <laughs> Congrats. I can just see. Great. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You got no, we don't. We don't. We're have done. Time. We're done. Holly, thank you. Those were so engrossing and so delicious. I could do those for hours. They're just like. You know, I don't know, the lace potato chips of gossip. When we come back, though, we have a very special guest who's joining us to help us celebrate and uh, advance ever toward our goal for the Betty White Challenge. We've been raising money here on uh, My Talk 1071 today. And uh, in honor of Betty White's 100th birthday, when we come back, Danielle Graychick is going to join us from Canine Inspired Change to tell us all about that organization and what your contributions today will help us do. We'll be right back here on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly, and welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. And it is a very special day. Well, it's a special day for a number of reasons today. But on My Talk, we are participating in the Betty White Challenge. Good afternoon. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And uh, to help us understand the Betty White Challenge and uh, to talk to someone who uh, can tell us how your contributions today will benefit by your participation is Danielle Grachik from Canine Inspired Change. Danielle, thanks for being with us. Hi. So happy to be here. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course. So, you know, all day today, well, actually for days now, my talkers have been contributing for as part of the Betty White Challenge to help support Canine Inspired Change. We're up to $5,880 so far, which is awesome. (laughs) But I thought, Danielle, it would be great if you would just tell listeners a little about Canine Inspired Change. I would love to. Well, first of all, thank you so much to everybody who has donated. We're already over the goal, and it's going to be so helpful to us to get this programming out to so many um, vulnerable people who are in need of it. So um, what our program does is partner with area schools and other organizations to bring therapy dogs pro-social learning um, and connectivity to vulnerable people. And we train you to train your own dog to become a volunteer with us if um, your dog has the good personality for it. Okay, so Danielle, explain to us, because we have so many animal lovers, as you know, uh, in the MyTalk audience, um, Explain to our wonderful audience how this money will be used with Canine Inspired Change. 
Right. Well, we have many programs that, with um, area schools, like I said, and most of those programs are um, underfunded, meaning the schools just don't have the budget for them. Um, so all of the donations that come in will go directly to support programming for um, you know kids in need and, and just people in general in need in our community. Um, and it will keep the lights on at our new community center, um, and it will keep us plugging away to cre- keep creating the content and support the community through these classes. Yeah, can you talk about your community education center and just give people an idea of like what that actually means for the organization? Yes. So previous to getting into our community education center, which is right in the heart of St. Paul, actually right down the road from my talk, um, we would host all of our programming at organizations and schools. Now that we're in our new space, we can host programming at our new space, and also we can teach more classes for more people. So what that means is um, we have a foundational skills class for you and your dog. Um, this class supports your relationship with your dog. We acknowledge that that's an important relationship, and um, we infuse dog training with mindfulness. So it's going to be a benefit to anybody. And then from there, if your dog has um, the right personality for it, you could choose to take our therapy dog class and then become a volunteer with us, which is are sorely needed um, because, like I said, we have many, many schools reaching out to us. How do we get your programming in? Okay, Danielle, so for the for the animal owners, um, people who have their own pups, and they might be thinking, oh boy, I, I just want to be part of this. Like, you know, maybe they've already donated um, money to the cause, but they think I want to do more. What are some things mm-hmm. you'd be looking for in your own pet to know that they w- would have a good temperament to do the work that you all do at Canine Inspired Change? Right. Um, that your dog genuinely likes people, that your dog um, is not overly anxious or concerned about environmental stimulus. Like if there's a siren that goes off, your dog can alert, maybe bark a couple times, but they're able to calm back down fairly quickly. Um, But the the big um, signpost is they like people, they like interacting with people, and they're tolerant Mm. of other dogs. If you guys yeah. are just joining us, um, Danielle Grachik from Canine Inspired, Canine Inspired Change is joining us to talk about the Betty White Challenge that we're participating here on My Talk. You can make your contributions right at mytalk1071.com. And maybe, Danielle, you could talk a little bit about just the power. It's a two-way street, right, when when pet owners get their pups involved because, you know, they're helping the organization. But I kind of feel like there's also a benefit in reverse that the pet owner is... is um, receiving as well absolutely it's a big circle so there's so many students um and and just children in our community right now just all over the world that are hurting because of the social isolation and they're just um, there's so much anxiety and depression and that goes on to adults as well so Dogs are the great connectors, right? They're the great equalizers. They're the great connectors. They connect people that maybe wouldn't um, have crossed paths prior to them um, volunteering with us. And also, um, they give their owners 
a uh, a way to do good with their dog in the world. And if you feel disempowered, whether you're one of our students or one of our volunteers, if you feel disempowered in this world, first of all, you're not alone. Um, second of all, taking a tangible step to do something um, that is proactively good for yourself, for your dog, for your community, is going to alleviate those symptoms. And the more that we're connected, the healthier our community is. So beautifully put, Danielle, and I just want our, our listeners to know how very easy it is to to donate. If you're thinking like, oh, I don't know if I have enough time. I just donated um, in this in this during this interview. It took no time. It's like four clicks. And I want to give a quick update for you um, where you stand right now in fundraising. Do you want to know how you're doing? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, thank you for just donating. But yes. <laughs> yes. My pleasure. <laughs> um, okay. I'm waiting for things to load. Right now, you are sitting at $5,995, no! which means you're oh but $5 away heart. from. Like, honestly. <laughs> so today we set a goal of $5,000. We've already You've blown already past that. For sure. Blew um, past it. Look at our, yes. like, your listeners, our community. And the day's oh, not over yet. The heart is overflowing. <laughs> the day is not over yet. Danielle, I, I just want to, you know, um, before we head out, I just want to say thank you for all the work that you've done. I mean, you've been doing, well, you've just been doing the 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 dog lord's work, whatever the analogy is. You've been doing this work for years, and I bet it's amazing to see the organization continue to grow, and we just wish you all the best. And if there's ever anything we can do going forward past today, certainly um, Holly will let us know because she's involved with the organization. But, uh, of course, always Keep us in your um, your thoughts and, and uh, stay connected. I absolutely will. And just my talk has been so incredibly supportive of us. And um, we just couldn't do what we do without our community. And we are all in this together. Our dogs are here to help us. Go team. Thank you. Thank you so much to everyone who's donated. Oh, Thanks so much. Um, thank you. Both of you. Thanks, Thank Danielle. you so much, Danielle. That's Danielle Grachik from Canine Inspired Change. Head to MyTalk1071.com. Make those contributions. Kick them over that $6,000 mark. They'll be very happy you did. And so will we. When we come back right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got a question for you, and it's all about your favorite album. We'll get to that when we come back right here on My Talk1071.